Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Horrors of Old Pelham. Uh, this one, I'm still going to put a warning in front of it. This one's not necessary for this one. This one is not necessary in a general scheme. The other ones are more necessary, but this warning is still applicable. All these episodes are true stories are based on true events from my childhood or my siblings' childhood. They can be dark and depressing, and they usually are very dark and depressing, and I apologize for that, but that's the warning. Let's get, it, let's get that out of the way. This episode is going to be called Damned If You Do, Damned If You Don't. What do I mean by that? I mean pretty much everyone in my family, what not everyone, Everyone was everyone in their life gets stuck with if you do it you're the bad guy or the you know you're the bad person or if you if but if you don't do it you're still going to be looked at a negative light. But my mom's ex John and my mother did that to myself and my siblings a lot. If we did something we were wrong. If we didn't do it we were still in the wrong. Uh, if we'd help with chores we would get beat. If we didn't do the chores we would get beat. If we did the dishes hit didn't do the dishes, got hit. That's what I mean by damned if you do, damned if you don't. And sometimes there were little things, and sometimes there were much bigger things, and sometimes, whether it be my mother or John, they would admit to it being a catch-22, and still thinking that's okay. They would admit to, you know, Let's say I was like, hey, wait, if I do this, I'm going to get hit. Or, hey, if I don't do this, I'm still going to get hit. And I would get a, <laughs> yeah, sucks being you, doesn't it? Or, yeah, I know it doesn't make any sense, but that's what it is, isn't it? And I got a few examples to give and a few stories to tell. And I've got some that are not that bad to some that are really bad and some that are kind of in the middle. And I've also got a story that is kind of recent. Let's start with a recent story that is not a damned if you do or damned if you don't, but it's still a story that pisses me off. So my neighbor, one of my neighbors, was talking to me about John and saying they felt bad for what he had put myself, uh, me and my siblings through, and was saying that they felt bad knowing that John could, do, or anyone could do that to somebody. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, he did this and he did that. And I have scars to prove it, both physical and mental. And I talked I talk shit about John because I was venting. And then when I stopped talking to my neighbor, my neighbor decided, you know what? I'm going to contact John and say that this guy, meaning me, is saying all this crap about him. And then John tried to call me. A little pissed at my neighbor. If they try to communicate with me yeah, at all... I'm gonna let them know I'm not happy with them, <clears throat> and I I don't just I don't play that game. Um. Yeah, done with that. Now uh, they they got done. They asked me for help, and then as soon as they got done asking me for help because I didn't help them, they turned around and told John. Like what? I don't have time for drama. I'm in college. I got stuff to do. I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> but. Uh, that, that was just a quick little, I needed to get that off my chest because it's bullshit. Um, let's talk about stuff that happened in my past that goes with a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Let's start with one that's more of a catch-22, but one that's mild. Not mild, it's, it's still, it's very mild, but it's annoying. It's one my mother gave me. So I'm not allowed, I wasn't allowed to when, they were, when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to hold my siblings, you know, when they were like one, two, three. I wasn't allowed to hold them because my mom was scared I would drop them. Because apparently when I was five, I dropped one of my siblings when they were a newborn. 
was used against me for my entire life. Oh, you're <laughs> you're 17 now. I'm I'm much older than this, but this is just a, still story time. Um. Oh, you're, you're 17 now. Yeah, <laughs> you're not allowed to hold your sibling. When you were five, you dropped your sister. <laughs> I was five. A five-year-old doesn't necessarily have the strength or the know-all or whatnot to know how to hold a newborn without support. That's, that's usually why you see a picture of, like, the mother. Like, if you see a picture of a mother or father, usually, and they're holding, like, a five-year-old, and the five-year-old's holding the newborn. That's usually how that picture works, because, they, the, the, you know, the five-year-old needs help holding the newborn. Usually why it's like that. But apparently that's not how it works in my mom's eyes, but that's because my mom's an idiot, but whatever. I, I literally could do an entire episode explaining why I'm proving that my mom's stupid, but that's a different to that's another topic for a different day. But yeah, no, so that's a mild example. Oh, the mild example was, so the story was, my mom's like, no, you can't hold him because you would drop him. Okay, well, how can I earn the trust back to be able to hold my siblings? prove you will not drop them by holding them. And I would question that and say, well, but I'm not allowed to hold them, so how can I show that I won't drop them if I'm not allowed to hold them? And that's the one where my mom would laugh and go, yeah, it's a catch-22, isn't it? And I'd be like, well, yeah, it's a catch-22. It's a catch-22 you made. How can we get around the catch-22 and make it so I can hold my sibling? Oh, we can't. It's a catch-22. You, you can't do it. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Okay, that's a mild one. It's still annoying, but it's mild. Let's step it up to one that's less mild, but not to a super extreme yet. I was probably 12, 10, 10 11, 12 years old. Any of those ages would work, because it's not a, it happened once and it never happened again. It happened throughout my entire childhood. I was asked to go outside and rake the leaves. Now, I went outside going, all right, I'll, I'll rake the leaves. Grabbed the rake. Started raking the leaves down the hill, because that's what you do. But there was already a pile made, not at the very bottom of the hill, but like in a foot, uh, like within like a foot of the bottom of the hill. So I just kind of raked all the leaves to that pile, because I didn't want to rake that massive pile. And then I saw two leaves like six feet away from that pile, all, but they were at the bottom of the hill. And I was like, oh, let's rake those couple of leaves back up to the bigger pile. Now, because John thought raking the leaves up the hill was too complicated, he decided to yell at me. Because I'm using more strength raking leaves up a hill. If it was the whole pile, maybe you go, "Hey, don't don't do it that way. That's that's gonna make that's gonna be too stressful for you, and you know you're you're not gonna be able to do all of it because you're gonna tire yourself out. Rake them down the hill." It was two leaves. And my mom tried to go, if he wants to do it that way, he can do it that way, whatever. And then as soon as my mom went inside, John came back outside and decided to no longer yell at me. He decided to hit me. But if I didn't rake the leaves, then my punishment would have been also getting hit. There's a reason why I stopped doing the chores around house back when I lived there when I was a child and the answer to why I stopped doing chores it wasn't because I didn't care I I still cared still wanted things to look clean and still wanted things to look nice but if I told you 
your options are clean the living room and I will beat the living shit out of you. Or don't clean the living room and I will beat the living shit out of you. You gonna try cleaning the living room knowing that no matter what you do you get punished? When, in, when instead you could just hide in your room and read a book, play a game, do something that you might find enjoyable until you got hit. Basically, it was do all of the work and then go to bed bloody or have a little bit of fun and then go to bed bloody. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Uh, another example, and a weird one, but another example is my mother would say, hey, can you do the dishes? I can do the dishes. Go, in the, go inside the uh, kitchen, start washing dishes. Johnny pokes that around the corner. Ah, right, you're doing those too quickly. There's no way in the wood you're getting all the spots off of them. Do it slower. All right, do it slower. That's better. Good. Do it that way. My mom, poker headed. You're, that's too slow. You got to pick up the pace. We need those dishes. I need to be able to cook in a couple hours. Pick up the pace. And I know if it was the dishes were kept on on top of, it wouldn't be. Hey, I need to do di I need to do cooking in a couple hours. Hurry up. Uh, the way it worked when I, at my mother's house, and the way it still works to this day, all the dishes are dirty unless they need them. All of them. There are no clean dishes until you're like, man, I'm thirsty. I'm gonna go wash a plate. Or I'm gonna, yeah, you're gonna wash a plate to, for a drink. No, you're like, oh man, I'm 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 thirsty. I'm gonna go wash a cup. And they would wash a single cup. So then, anyway, back to the story. Uh, so John would say, hey, you're doing those too quick, slow down. I'm like, okay. And then I would slow down to hit the pace that he wanted me at, and then my mom poke her head and go, that's too slow. Oh, no, that's too fast. You got to slow. That's that's too slow. You got to quicken the pace. Oh, okay. And I'd quicken the pace, and John would poke his head and go, what the hell did I fucking tell you, you stupid piece of shit? And he'd rust in the kitchen and hit me and... Uh, throw me out of the kitchen like, you lazy piece of shit. I told you that... And then I would just get yelled at for nothing, and I would get beat for no reason. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Every rule and every situation just about that I was put into when I was growing up was a damned if you do, damned if you don't, or a catch-22. It was one or the other. And that's really annoying. But there was other things that I could tell, there were other stories I could tell that were like that as well, that are worse. I could go into the deep end of this and go into some dark and depressing and really messed up things about all of that. But I think I think at this at, by this time, listening to this podcast, hearing these episodes, you guys know at this point, how these stories go. And while they're all true and they're all dark and they're all depressing, maybe I should just tell the stories that you've come to hear, come to listen to. And I'm guessing the ones you want to hear are the darkest ones that I can tell. And there are some really, really, really dark ones. But the question isn't, what do you want to hear? It's, what should I tell? Because there's a couple of stories from my childhood and from my past that I've never told anyone. 
never told a therapist, never told the police, never told my mother, never told anyone, never told, you know, a psychiatrist, a therapist, a doctor, whoever, never told anyone because that's how dark they are. Like, I look back at them and go, you know, I'm not telling anyone that. And at some point, I want to tell those stories. But for this, for right now, we're going to stick with a Catch-22 or a Damned If You, Damned If You Don't story that's just stupid. It's not dark. It's not super depressing. It's annoying and aggravating and frustrating and ends with me getting beat, sure. But it's more of a question at this point. It's more of a question of... I truly believe John needs help. And I don't mean help to a grave, an early grave, or helped by some religious person, or help to God, or any of those things like that. I mean, I believe he truly needs some sort of psychology, some sort of therapist, psychiatrist, a professional person that could help him in a way that might get him to see what he's done wrong for the past, however, what is he, 60 now? The past 60 years of his life. And I know people like that will never fully learn what they've done wrong if they're already 60 and see nothing wrong with what they've ever done. But, I will say that while that is true, I would want him to try to, someone to try to explain it to him. Because I have talked to him and tried to explain it to him when I was a kid, obviously. And while people might be able to hear my arguments go, yeah, that makes sense. An adult that's in the situation of, I'm just going to beat the crap out of you and I don't care what you say, isn't going to listen. And I'm sure looking back at some of the stuff I said, I'd probably go, yeah, I should have worded that better. Or worded that different. Or not even said that. Uh, but regardless, quick story. That's a catch-22. So one day, and, and I have to tell a short story before I can tell the other short story to give some context. So one day I heard uh, John seemed like he was depressed. It was late at night. He was outside. He was on the porch sitting on the corner. And he seemed to be crying or upset about something. And it was late at night. And I remember my mom went outside to check on him and say, hey, what's wrong? Everything okay? And tried to comfort him. Which is good. That, that, that's... That's what you should do in a normal relationship. I would not do that in this relationship because John is just a vile and evil and dark and depressing and horrible human being. But anyway, that's beside the point. So my mom goes outside to comfort him. And apparently he was upset about, like, he, something had made it, reminded him of his father. And his father's been dead for many, many, many years at this point. But he was sad that his dad wasn't around when he was crying and I remember they talked about his father's name, and they mentioned his name, which I will not say here for just privacy and legal reasons. But they said John's father's name, and a couple days later, after after that event, I found a letter in the mail, because I went outside to check the mail, and there was a letter that said John's full name, but his middle name was abbreviated to just one letter, obviously. And it was the start of the name of his father's name. So I, my brain just went, oh, he, he, his middle name must be his dad's name. 
Now, fast forward a couple of weeks again, and we were having like a cookout. And I went, <laughs> I know your middle name. You know, just, we were, everyone was having fun, laughing, having a good time, uh, saying things like, oh, I, I know this about you that you no one else would know. I know this about you no one else would know. And I went, oh yeah? Now, I bet I can guess your uh, your middle name. I know it. I know your middle name. Figured it out. Because I thought it was impressive that I was able to figure it out. And he looked at me and said, Oh, you don't. No one knows my middle name. I don't tell anybody. I was like, yeah, I know it. And he goes, alright, say it. Say my middle name. Now, damned if I do or damned if I don't. If I don't say it, I get laughed at. And if I say it and I'm wrong, I get laughed at. No biggie, right? But if I say it and I'm right, something else happens. That I didn't know what happened, but it's what happened. So I go, alright. Your middle name is, and I said what I believed his middle name to be, which was his father's name. And he stood up from the picnic table, and I thought he was just going to be upset. I was like, oh, crap, maybe he, maybe he doesn't like his middle name. Uh, maybe it reminds him of his father. Man, I'm an, I'm an idiot. And I thought he was going to storm away. No. He grabbed me by my shirt, threw me to the ground, kicked me, started to hit me, right? Bent over, started punching me, you know, type thing. And I managed to scamper away and run into the woods and be like, what, what, what the heck? You told me to say it. You could have said, if you really know my middle name, don't say it because I, I won't like it. I'll get angry. You know, like my brother, Tuna, his middle, which is the second oldest, he doesn't like his middle name either. I don't say his middle name. I personally love my middle name, but he doesn't like his middle name, so I don't say it. I do know it, because he's my brother, I know his middle name, I don't say it. I, I will never say it, I, and, you know, if something happens to him and I have to prove that I'm actually his brother, and they say, well, what's his middle name, then I'll say it, but that's in extreme situations where I have to say it, because, like, or they ask me, hey, what's his middle name, we're filling out his forms, you know, if something happened, some medical emergency, that's not how I'm going to say it. I will not say his middle name, because he doesn't like it. No one told me John didn't like his middle name. I was just told to say it, and I was a kid. I was like 10 years old. Got my ass kicked. Then a few months later, we went on a camping trip up to a beach. Stayed up, you know, a couple states north. We went to we went to a beach, got a cabin. It was nice. Enjoyed our trip until I didn't. We were all sitting around, and I don't know how the conversation came up. I remember, we were having a cookout. They were heating up lobster, which obviously I can't, I couldn't eat at the time. Still, probably can't eat to this day. I don't know, but anyway, they were they were talking about something, and at some point, I, I guess I don't know. Maybe he was drunk. Maybe he had something a little bit to drink and he didn't remember because he looked at me. He goes, eh said you knew my middle name a while back, right? And I was like, yeah. What was it? I don't remember, do you remember? I don't remember you saying it. Did you ever say it? Yeah, I said it. I'm not going to say it now. I'll go ahead and say it. It's fine. No, the last time I said it, you beat me. If I say it now, you'll beat me again. No, no, no I won't. No, I won't. Uh, say it. Say it right now. And he got really close to me and got like really angry. The normal tone he would give to me would be right before he did beat me. I didn't do what he said. So now I'm in another catch-22. Don't say his middle name and get punched. Or 
say his middle name and probably get punched. What do I do? Just take the beating? Or do I, stupidly as a kid, hold out a little bit of hope that he won't attack me and just hold out hope and be like, he's not going to hit me. He said he won't hit me. Say his middle name. So I say his middle name because I'm a kid and I'm dumb and I have a little bit of hope left, I guess. So I say his, say it. And he punches me, and he hits me, and he starts beating me again. So, I grab my shoes, and I run from the cab, and I run into the town. I throw my shoes on, I run into a store. And they're like, Oof. and the store is owned by, like, a mom and pop, basically, right? It's a mom and pop store. And the older lady there goes, hey, what's wrong? And I go, my stepdad, my stepdad uh, got mad at me and started hitting me. And they don't call the police. Uh, they just go, oh, well, want to earn a drink? And I was like, sure. And they gave me a broom, and I started sweeping, and I had a good time sweeping. I swept, and I just hung out doing stuff, and they gave me a drink, chips. Uh, not like an alcoholic beverage. They gave me a soda and uh, some chips and a sandwich, and they said thank you. I got in trouble for that, too, by the way. Not by them. They, they were thankful, and they, they said thank you, and I was glad to be in a spot where I wasn't getting chased by John. But when I finally went back to the cabin, I got the, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> uh, the the, the uh, store right down there uh, gave me a drink and chips and, and, and sandwich if I did some chores, so I helped them out. Yeah, well, next time, don't run away. We were, your mother was worried sick. Um, no, if, if anyone, I don't care who at that time, if anyone was going to hit me, I was going to run away. Uh, I was done with the whole getting attacked thing. For the most part, there were some exceptions where I didn't have that option. But if I had the option to run away, I, I was going to take it if I could. But apparently... All of that was okay. So, catch 22s. And uh, damned if you do's, damned if you don'ts, were my childhood. If I, no matter what I did, whether I tried to be, whether I tried to be a good person and do my chores, or clean up, or put away toys, Got beat. If I didn't clean, got beat. So, why would I do the chores? If I could go downstairs and grab the newest Harry Potter book, which when I was a kid, I loved Harry Potter. Still, still like it, just not as much as I did then. But I'd grab the newest Harry Potter book and start reading it. And then get beat. And I would enjoy the story of whatever I was reading. I didn't fin usually didn't finish them the day they came out or the day I got them. But why would I take the option of clean, make everything look really nice, and then get beat when I knew someone else would do the chores and I'd get beat anyway. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. My question is, why did no one stop him? Why did no one intervene? I know why my siblings didn't intervene. Why didn't my mother? Why didn't the state? Why didn't the police? And I called them. The school called them. Multiple other people called them. And they would show up and do 
absolutely nothing. My question is, why not? I will never get an answer that I hear and go, yeah, all right, I, I can see that. There is not a version of that story. There is not a version of that answer from those stories that I will ever receive that I am okay with. Because if a kid, no matter their age, goes up to a police officer, the state, child services, their school, whoever, and says, hey, I'm getting beat, I'm getting attacked by my parents, whether they're their legal guardian, their parent, their step-parents, and the police, the state, child services, do absolutely nothing to protect the child, then those services have failed. And I understand that they make mistakes. I understand that they're not always perfect because they're human and humans make mistakes. I'm fine with that. What I do not understand and what I will never understand is how they can be called every other day for 15 plus years and do absolutely nothing every time they're called. Show up listen to the what happened, get told that's a lie by John. I could call the police and say, John beat me, and I got blood pouring out of my nose and my ears and my mouth, and my shirt is ripped, and I'm missing a piece of my flesh, and I'm covered in my own blood, and they go, what happened? <laughs> John attacked me. And I go to John, I go, did you do it? He goes, Oh, he fell, or uh, he did it to himself, and the police go, yeah, all right, and they leave. Then the police failed as a service, doing their job and protecting the child. I've always been told that the state I live in is a victim state, which means if I say somebody did something to me, the law believes the victim by default until proven otherwise. If that was the case, which I believe it is the case in most cases, but if that's the case in general, how come John was never arrested? He was never questioned more than, did you do it? I do it. Sorry for bothering you. And then the police leave. I'm sorry. Do the 10-year-old stutter? I'm bleeding. If John didn't do it, then I want another explanation. There is no other explanation? Oh. And the messed up part is I've talked to some people in child services. I've talked to my old teachers. I've talked to some retired police officers from my childhood. And they all tell me they knew I was telling the truth. There was just nothing they could do about it. Duff fuck does that mean? You have to take the adult's word for it? So if I go beat the living daylights out of a child, and I say, <laughs> I didn't do it, you're going to take my word for it? No, you're going to arrest me. What was different? What was different? And what did John know or have? How did? Why was John allowed to beat the living shit out of me? To the point where I almost died on a few occasions. Multiple occasions. A few occasions a year. And get away with it. I will never understand it. No one will be able to explain it to me. The 
police don't have a good answer. Child services don't have a good answer. The state doesn't have a good answer. Nobody has a good answer. And the best answer I've gotten was from my mother. Which was the reason she didn't do it was she was scared. Which I still don't accept. So I'm just curious as to why shit was allowed to happen with no consequences. We've got time for another quick story. Another Catch-22. Another, uh, another uh, damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> this one's fun. Uh, this one, this one is... This one's fun. So, John's a goddamn fucking moron. But anyway, he was cutting down a tree next to my mom's house. He was doing it wrong, and even at the age of 12, I looked at that tree, saw how he was cutting it, went, mm, that's wrong. He tied a rope from his truck, which was probably about 100 feet, 150 feet away from the tree. He tied the rope from the tree to the truck a couple times. He had multiple lengths of rope. And he came up to me and said, hey, get in the truck and drive. By the way, the truck was in the wrong direction from the angle he was cutting at it. Nothing about it was lined up well at all. It was the dumbest fucking mess ever. Math, science, logic, all of it was thrown out the window, and he just went, nah, that's good enough. It was not good enough. But he looked at me and said, hey, get in the truck and drive forward and say to go. That way when I cut the last piece of the tree from the bottom off and you go forward, it'll pull it away from the house. Except I looked at it and went, nah, no, it won't. I'm not getting in the truck. Because if I get in the truck and do that and it goes wrong, you're going to beat the living shit out of me. So I'm not doing that. So he went, Daytona, Tuna, Daytona, Tuna. Get in the truck. You do it. My brother got in the truck. And then John went, hey, go brother pushed down on the gas pedal and went and the tree went and landed on my mom's roof and broke the roof real bad needed a new roof cost uh cost about five grand to fix the damages bright side was need a new roof anyway so it was an excuse to get a roof so i guess there was a small positive but guess who was in trouble not not my brother tuna not 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 him couldn't, couldn't be him, nah, couldn't be Tuna. I was the one that got in trouble because I wouldn't get in the truck. The truck went, why the fuck didn't you do it? I went, because I looked at it and saw that that was going to happen. My brain said, tree's going to fall on roof, and I didn't want to get blamed for having the tree fall on the roof for doing it wrong. He was like, I wanted to yell at you, I did it wrong anyway. And I went, the only reason why Daytona's not in trouble is because he's your favorite. Yep, I got beat for saying that too. I got beat, and, and he said the reason I just got beat. I got beat because Tuna wasn't his favorite. And I got beat because I didn't trust myself to go in the truck and push down on the gas pedal. So I was damned if I did and damned if I didn't. I should have just gotten the fucking truck and trusted that I was going to screw it up anyway. <sighs> well, I'm going to cut this episode off here. I know some of these episodes are much shorter, and I always, I, I, I know we always try to aim for about 45 minutes. 
to an hour, and recently they've only been about 30 minutes. Uh, but that seems like a decent amount of time for these episodes, because it's just me talking. Uh, if I ever have one of my siblings on, which it would have to be Tuna, or... Uh, there'd only be a couple that it could be. Oh, Shy could be cool to have on here. She's old enough. But anyway, uh... For now, thank you for listening to these episodes. Thank you for listening to these pod, this podcast. I really appreciate it. I know uh, the episodes have been hit and miss, uh, both when they're coming out and quality of presentation. And that's partially because sometimes I don't really know what to record or talk about because I'm trying to figure out a good order of these. Um, I want to make sure I don't just jump straight to Season 2, which Season 2 has been written. Um, but... I also want to make sure I put out quality content when I do put out. Like, I want to make sure I have a story to tell or something to vent about. And maybe I should just use this to vent for the remainder of Season 1. Maybe I should just get angry at something that somebody said and just vent about it and whatnot. But again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I Oh, the other reason why the episodes have been sp more sporadic than they were a little while ago is because I am taking college classes and most of my energy is going to focusing on making sure I'm passing and making sure I'm getting good grades in my university classes. I don't want to take a class and fail or do poorly because these are university, I'm sure as most people know, actually probably as anybody, everybody knows, is extremely expensive and I want to make sure I do the best I can because I'm paying for a I'm paying for part of this part of the class, and I, I want to make sure that uh, I get my money's worth. I want to make sure I learn. I want to make sure I go to good education, and I can follow my dreams. So I'm going to try to get these episodes out as much as I can, as fast as I can. But the reason why they're sporadic, and I apologize for it, is because I'm really busy with school. I'm really busy with work. I'm really busy with my other stuff that I have going on. But I promise you, there these episodes are still coming. There will still be content. I still have many, many, many years of content to get through. From the day I was born to literally, like, this week. That story of me getting mad at my uh, neighbor, that happened this week. So, I have content from what my childhood was based on and what happened through my childhood. From the day I was born until now. And I have many things to get through. Season 2 I've already written. I've written the new intro. I've written every topic from for episode 1 to the end of season 2. It, season 2 is lo even longer than Season 1 is going to be. Season 1 is only going up, a, up to Episode thir 13, which Episode 13 is mostly written as well, because uh, 13 is going to be... I already know what it's going to be called. Not spoiling that here, because we're not there yet. But, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a good day. Uh, and if you're going through something that's also dark and depressing, please know you're not alone. Please know there's many people to reach out to. I'm here for anyone who needs it. Uh, there's You can find places around you that can help you. And I really hope you get the help you need, and I hope no one is going through this, but if you are, there's somebody out there for you. And until next episode, I hope everyone has a good week, good month, good couple of days, whatever it may be. Hope you have a good night whenever you're listening to this, or a good day. Thank you, and have a good one.